Hi, um, my name is Kay, and I am a compulsive overeater. I'm definitely a hundred pounder. Uh, twice in my life, I've weighed three forty nine, and um, lost weight, um, in the back, lost again. Those, you know, all the <clears throat> and all the um, um, promises we tell ourselves, and of course, all the um, the terrible um, convention that goes on inside of our head. Um, shall, shall I eat? Yes, you should. No, I should. You know, all that kind of stuff. I know all about that. Um, there might be some of you out there uh, who also had gastric bypass. I did, um, and I nearly died with it. And so it didn't do me any good either um, because they had to get uh, 3,100 calories. Um, so... I don't have diabetes, and I don't have all those other physical things that a lot of uh, overeaters get. Um, but I certainly, um, you know, with that gastric, I certainly did experience a lot of trouble with that. Uh, if I were not uh, at a normal weight now, I know uh, I would have many, many problems. I have had both knees replaced, which <clears throat> I realize is probably... Uh, because I was so overweight, uh, my family um, for my uh, compulsion to overeat, especially my young sons. Um, I um, screamed and yelled a lot, and a lot of that was because I was overweight. Um, really, I was morbidly overweight, morbidly obese. Um, and so, you know, when I get home from work, they would want to eat, and all I could do was walk in the the, the door, you know, and I just want to plop down um, because I'm so tired from just carrying away all that weight around. Um, so anyway, um, I could tell you the same stories, uh, you know, about overeating, and that they're just, you know, stories like each one <clears throat> uh, mine started early, uh, probably around third grade, and I'm sorry, I'm just getting over COVID <clears throat> and my voice is not real good yet. Um, and so anyway, um, um, you know, I would gain, like I said, gain and and uh, lose and gain and lose. Um, so anyway, about, um, I think it was around 1988, I came into the program. <clears throat> not because I really want to, um, but I was in really had bad spiritual shape, and I started with another um, and uh, then I just, um, I can't even remember, I remember which meeting was, I can't really remember um, exactly why I did. It was just, you know, I just wanted to get myself so bad. Um, things were so miserable in my life. And, you know, at that time I weighed around 240, I guess, and single. And I'd gotten divorced and I was single. And um, I just just needed to, you know, I just needed to get uh, to feeling better. So I picked out several set programs and just started going to them. But the only one I really needed was OA. So married and... um, um, things were just fine, great, you know, and I, I was a, a, a 
a really good weight then. And for some reason, I just started gaining weight. I didn't follow the program. I stopped going to meetings and um, uh, started gaining weight. And I gained back up to 349 pounds. And that's when I had the gastric bypass at my doctor's request. Uh, What? It didn't work. The spiritual malady was still there. I still felt rotten, awful. And, you know, the... the, uh, Eat, don't eat, the delusion that I'll just eat me. Eat me and you'll feel better. Uh, it was still there. And then when you know, I binge, I could hardly wait. This is terrible, but I'd lay on my bed and I could hardly wait. My stomach felt better so I could go eat more. Um, and now I, you know, I go, man, sick woman. And, but, I, but I was. I was terribly spiritually ill. I had no idea. Um, didn't even, you know, realize when I did the program, people talked about spiritual program. And I really had no idea what that meant. I knew it was involved. <clears throat> and for a while, it took me took me a while to get over that God thing because um, the God I knew from a child was not the loving, kind God that I know now. Uh, so it took me a while to get over that. But anyway, back to when I came here this last time, which has been about four years three years ago, um, you know, <clears throat> I had that gastric bypass. I gained weight, not not clear back up. I was around 220, something like that. Uh, but it didn't matter how much I weighed. It was, was going on inside of my knees. Um, I say, you know, if you, if you just don't take that first bite, well, if we just didn't think, uh, if we just didn't that voice inside of our head that says, eat me and you'll be better, and we wouldn't take that first bite. Uh, but that was what was going on with me. And what did I do before? I remember feeling this big black hole inside of me. Back again. So what did I do? And then I was like, oh, oh yeah, I went to OA. Well, when I first went to OA, um, way back in the 80s, it's not the OA that I that I go to now. Um, it's my death now. I learned more about myself than I had ever known before. I learned about my spiritual malady. Um, I learned how to get better. I learned about peace and uh, kindness, and I don't know what I really was. So um, I used to tell just a little bit about my story, and then I always like to pick something in my um, that might trigger something. And so tonight I'm going to talk a little bit about willingness. And, um I, I'm not sure why, but I talked to my higher power, and that's what he said I should talk about today. So anyway, um, so I looked it up to, to know just exactly, exactly what it was. And uh, willingness is a quality of happily um, giving up something, being willing to give something up. Um, in other words, the um, thesaurus said, Enthusiasm, zeal, eagerness, um, promptness, fervor, open-mindedness. That's willingness. And so it's like, really? Really? I have to be cheerful about giving up, you know, some of my favorite food? That was when I came. Really? I have to do that and I have to be cheerful about it? Um, But that's what the word means. I cheerfully give something up. 
Now, if I'm not going to give it up, it means that I'm um, sluggish, I hesitate, I'm disinterested, I'm slowless, I'm indifferent, uh, half-hearted, um, sitting on the fence. I thought that was interesting. Instead of walking the fence, I'm sitting. So that makes it even um, worse maybe than sitting. Uh, so <clears throat> when I'm in the program, am I going to be willing with eagerness to give up certain things um, like um, being mad because, you know, I have somebody or several somebodies every day and I don't want to. I don't want that. Uh, I want my time to be my time. Am I willing? Am I eager? Am I happy to do those things? Um, am I happy? Uh, am I willing to tell somebody, hey, this is my character defect. I'm self-centered. I'm dishonest. And I want you to forgive me. I mean, that's really humbling, isn't it? That that's what willingness is. And I don't do it like, I am so sorry. You know, we do it willingly and eagerly and happily. Um, <clears throat> now, I was thinking about that. You know, it, it doesn't just happen. It didn't just happen for me like overnight. It was a process. And I think the process is learning to love respect and higher power, getting to know him. Um, that's where um, the real willingness comes. And as I was thinking about it, I thought, you know what? Really, for me, when there's something I don't really want to give up, it's like I need to pray for willingness to be willing. Because if I'm going to be, if I'm then I'm going to be would be happy to do it, but it's that part I don't want to be willing. So I had trouble with my neighbors. They kept parking in, you know, right in front of my house where I couldn't see anything. It was blocking, and there was, you know, I mean, it was like a used car lot at a house. I was really upset about it. And um, I had some lady friends that would come over, and they didn't like it because my lady friends parked out further out. Um, and so anyway, I I said, I am not going to give in and, you know, not have these parties at my I'm not going to going to fault, you know, yada yada. And I wasn't willing at all. I was I was steadfast against it, you know. And why? Because I was being self sensitive. And this is how God works in my life. You know, I was not willing to give in not one little inch, not one little car was I willing to give in. But God started working on me. I mean, I, I wasn't willing even to be willing. I had, It was out of the picture. And then little by little, God showed me where I was being self-centered. I wanted my way the way I wanted. And then, you know what? I was very, once God showed it to me, very happy to say, okay, ladies, we're going to have to move this somewhere else because it may bother these guys next door to me that, you know, you're further out, but you're still parking. And so, you know, that was that was the real lesson for me because willing at all, not 
one bit was I willing to give in. Um, and so, um, it's very, it's, it's not an easy thing for us to be happy. Um, so, it's hard for me to admit, not so much anymore, but when I first started, willing to admit when I'm at fault. You know, I, I saying I'm sorry isn't so hard, but when I have to admit, you know, especially to, I think it's hard for us to admit to our husbands a lot of times, you know, not to say I'm sorry, but I was wrong. You know, that's, that's hard. Um, sometimes it's hard for us to be willing to let go of the past, even willing to be willing over the past. Um Sometimes it's hard or I'm not willing to see what my part is in situations. When I came into the program, it wasn't easy. I didn't really want to be willing to give up certain foods. And I had to pray for willingness to be willing to give those foods up. And like I said, the way my higher power works is I just have to pray. You know, I have to pray, God, I don't like this in my life. I need to change this. And little by little by little, I feel a change inside of me. He doesn't yank it out from under me, you know. He very gently guides me toward whatever direction that he and I think I should go. And I always can tell when I'm letting him do it, that's one thing. But when I want to be in power and I want to be the one to take control, it hurts like crazy. But when I'm willing to let him take over, then... um, he um, he makes it easy for me. Um, sometimes it's hard for us to admit that we're compulsive over here. I'm getting much, much easier. It's much, much easier for me to be willing to say that than it used to be, um, especially when I'm around um, people who I think it might help. Um, I'm willing to do that. Uh, I'm willing to help others uh, and without a motive. You know, lots of times we're willing to help others, but it's like, okay, I'll help you because then you're like me. Um, but, you know, willing to help without any uh, payment, repayment. You know, you don't have to like me ever. I just want to do it because I care about you. Um, I have to be willing to live life on life's terms. They're not always, life's not always the easiest thing, right? Lots of times we have all kinds of ugly things happen to us or to the yep. ones we love. Sure. Five minutes. Thank you so much. And um, so, we, you know, we just have to um, live life on life's terms, and that's not always something that we're willing to do. Willingness is accepting our responsibility in a positive way. Willing, uh, unwillingness is to be stubborn and deliberately trying to control things that we shouldn't be trying to control. Um, So I wanted to talk a little bit about 
willingness to do service and willingness to do 10 steps. Those are, I guess those are my, um, what you call them? Um, can't even think what you call them. But anyway, willingness to do 10 steps, man, that is going to relieve you as it does me many, many, many times and give us a good day if we would just take the time to do a 10 step. Be willing to do 10 steps. And then service. We, we here on 100 Days are always in need of service. And being willing to be a service means that you, know, you have to give a little bit of your time. And that's what we do, those of us who do service. We're willing to give our time. And what is it's kind of a selfish thing, too. What do we do when we're willing to do service? It's hard for us. You know, we're always thinking about us. Well, it ensures that we stay abstinent, that we stay in the program. It's a wonderful um, feeling of um, helping others. Service is important to you personally, but it's also important for this group to keep it strong. It's also important uh, each person out there. And so I just am um, going to close with that. And um, my name is Kathy T. I'm a compulsive overeater. And my number is 620-660-5357. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak.